0: The, sports
1: the sports dance. Dance. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Sports Dance. My name is Greg, and with me, as always, I think he's in a chipper mood tonight. It's Paul, everybody. Paul, how you doing?
0: I couldn't be
1: better. <laughs> That's a bold-faced lie, we know it.
0: Yeah, I got some things going on, you know. It's, it's a lot going on. A lot going on.
1: Just a quick summary somebody's being a Grinch to you and your lovely wife and your Christmas tree outside your All right. house. So,
0: so, Christmas tree is an understatement. It's about 35 feet tall, and it takes a little bit of work to light that, Bessie. Okay.
1: They call the Rockefeller tree a Christmas tree. I'm just saying.
0: Well, the thing in Cincinnati, they had to bring extra branches,
1: they had to fluff up. <laughs>
0: Oh, fluff up my buttocks! I think they had imagine, to. Down. They imagine. went up to our Rockefeller Center and took about twelve feet of that bad
1: boy. Imagine they had. Imagine you got a tree and they're like, "Oh, we got to bring in some extra stuff to fluff it."
0: I'm a fluffer for a Christmas tree. Yeah, they're not quite fluffing my tree. They, uh, they, uh, they're cutting my lights. Same. You know, yeah. I have such Christmas spirit.
1: I will win. You're also like fortified your tree now with like Fort Knox type equipment with cameras, every position, wiring, trip wires. I'm pretty sure it's home alone all don't, over again. around your tree.
0: strobe if you get within 30 feet of the tree.
1: Yeah. The that's poor, today's edition. So. The, the poor wildlife that's going to get caught. In this.
0: Well, it'll keep the coyotes away and hopefully it'll keep the Grinches away. That's, that's true. It.
1: All right. Well, We won't harp on that too much because we're going to end up catching the bastard and that's just how it's going to go.
0: That's right. And you know what? I just say a prayer for those little buggers. Maybe it'll straighten them out or the bat will, one or the other. (laughs) I mean, bats that fly at night.
1: Speaking of taking some swings and maybe misses, our master specs. (laughs)
0: Well, um, I don't know. Is there something more wrong than that?
1: I mean, technically, we both had, like, two guys we mentioned. Two of our guys finished in the top ten. The others... Well,
0: Deshambo was, like, not there until, I guess, his third round. He was okay, right?
1: Come on. You had a perfect opportunity to go Deshambo the no-show, and you you didn't even take it.
0: Well, I was trying to make it rhyme in my head. DeChambeau, the no-show. It does rhyme.
1: Yeah, it works.
0: DeChambeau just de showed up late. Anyway, uh, not good, not good, and 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 our other dude, um, Ram, Ram. I
1: was going to say the other dude, uh,
0: Ram. Uh, hello, and, and 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 the shock of the of the Masters is, I think I have improved my golf game.
1: Oh yeah, was that?
0: Well, Tiger Woods a ten on a par three.
1: Yeah. Don't that...
0: you pick up, don't you pick up three over the par.
1: Yeah, no, that's not how it works in the pros. They have to keep going until they make it in the hole.
0: Oh we pick God. up
1: to make ourselves feel better. But like, I
0: get, I get tens. I
1: I know that's our average.
0: <laughs> I have gotten a par before, but you
1: know, this one time, yes, yeah, so it was a mini golf time, course. <laughs> the stars were aligned, and all was in the world. Went right through the cl- clown's mouth down the back. <laughs>
0: Yes, and bounced off the next hole, hit some little girl in the cast, and bounced back on and went in my hole.
1: That didn't sound right. <laughs> that not sound right. Yeah, no, so you had, you had Ram who finished seventh as one of your two picks. I was feeling Rory McIlroy and Tony Fino. Tony just dropped off the face of the earth. He had been having good years at the Masters the past few. He did not this time around. And Rory McIlroy was plus five after the first round. Needed to bounce back into that second round to make the cut. He makes the cut, and then he ends up finishing, I want to say it was fourth at 11-under. As we know, though, Dustin Johnson won it all, ran away with it, 20-under. Next closest was Cameron Smith at 15-under, and I'm going to butcher this name. I don't even know if I'm going to say the last name correctly, but the other second-place runner-up was, I want to say – Some some J M something along that line.
0: And guy who golfed. That's what it says.
1: Two two names that aren't known to the regular crowd, I would say. Then you had Justin Thompson and McElroy behind them, and Brooks Kupka and Ram, who finished at seventh, both ten under for tied for seventh. So you had the big names there at the end, but Dustin Johnson from start to finish dominated the field.
0: Well, that's a good thing. I mean, you want to be close. He ran away with it for sure. What, 20 under?
1: Yeah, 20 under. I mean, it was also good for him. He's one of those guys that is notorious in majors for having a lead going into like the last round and then somehow usually blows it. (laughs) Pulls a tiger and hits a 10. So like he's, this was one of those moments where people were like, is he going to falter? And at the beginning, Cameron Smith made a little bit of a run, got within like a shot or two. It was a four-stroke lead to start the round. So people were like, "Uh uh-oh, is this going to be something? Ended up being nothing. The weirdest thing to me, I will say, is I feel like when you know the guy in your group is going to win the whole thing, you finish out your putts and everybody finishes out theirs and you let him be the last one to put it in to finish off. And they didn't. So the final group, Dustin Johnson hits it within like three inches of the hole on his one putt and only Im, who was in his group had a putt left and at this point everybody knew he was going to win the masters so instead of just having him finish out johnson ended up putting it in winning the masters but then couldn't like celebrate because they had to wait for the other guy to finish his putts so like he had to walk back to his caddy and his caddy like kind of gave him like a quick hug and like they had to just like stand there politely and i was like that, to me, is the more awkward moment you could have among this whole thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to walk over to your ball and putt while the other guy's doing the happy dance.
1: Yeah. happy. It, it's supposed to be like, oh, I made the last putt. I win. I can raise my fist <laughs> yeah. up in victory, yeah. t- catch the photo, all that. None of that.
0: Yeah, I should have done it anyway, left him in the dust.
1: <laughs> Just walk off to Pauline yep. Gretzky.
0: A walk off?
1: Yeah, walk but- off to his amazing... Lee gorgeous wife paulina gretzky yeah
0: i don't know i never met her
1: you don't have to meet her i mean she's she's a very pretty lady okay she's smart i don't know she's wayne gretzky's daughter
0: no way boy that makes you feel old rain gretzky wayne gretzky was a kid when i watched hockey that one time (laughs) <laughs> that makes you sound old. <laughs>
1: I don't feel old. He was retired by the time I was, like, knowing what hockey God, was.
0: God, his daughter? Yes. Do you have They're a big like, nose?
1: No. They're, like, in their 30s. I have a neighbor that looks like Wayne Gretzky. I'm pretty sure Wayne Gretzky is your age. Yeah. So you're not old. He was just – you were a kid when watching him as a kid.
0: Um, I don't so, think like,
1: so. You were both in your 20s when he was playing. Really? That would be my guess. Let's see. Okay. Wayne Gretzky, we'll figure out his age, but while we keep talking about, but yeah, so Dustin Johnson ran away with it. At first, it kind of looked like Justin Thomas was going to be hanging around there, but it was kind of weird. They had a three-hour delay to start the first round. So they had to push the first round end to uh, Friday morning. And then second round had to be pushed into Saturday morning. So it was a little weird how it had to end up being going. I feel like maybe some guys may have been affected because their rhythm. They were in a groove like Justin Thomas was. He was like eight under seven under through like 12 holes in that first round when they had to stop. For all you know, he gets another four or five birdies because he's feeling it, and he runs away with it. He just it's one of those, it was weird. Wayne Gretzky is fifty nine, he's your age.
0: Oh my god. I feel much younger than him. I mean he'll be
1: well, he'll be 60 in January. There you go.
0: Well, he's older than me. Yeah, kind of crazy. It is. So um, back to my neighbor. It looks like Wayne Gretzky.
1: Your neighbor does. She's a very nice lady. God, I think she's. I, think I, I think I know who's cutting your tree now. The people you call the ladies. It looks like a man.
0: <laughs> well, she's looking to the show. I'm sure <laughs>
1: now. Oh, all right. So that was the Masters. I think, our favorite, I, I think our favorite thing... We should speculate. What do we think Dustin Johnson's champion dinner is going to be next year? Or in five um, months? It's going to be in five months, so he only has a short period of time to figure it out.
0: I think he is going to have something very traditional. I think he's going to have... Dustin Johnson's going to have... Baked stuffed lobster. No, he's going to have a clam bake.
1: He's going to have a clam bake. Yep. I'm going to guess he probably goes... Like probably sish. the most
0: uncomfortable food in the world to eat in public.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh from what I saw, people were like jokingly saying he's gonna have sandwiches. So maybe have some sort of sandwich. I don't know. That'd be very boring, I feel like, unless it's like a super fancy sandwich. Like maybe sandwich. Uh,
0: like,
1: I don't know, like Po Boys, like something like Yeah. But something he that here? stands out. I don't know. I think California. Yeah. He's something I feel like if you're gonna have a sandwich, it has to be like an iconic style of sandwich, I feel like.
0: Yeah, with some really good bread. Because yeah. sandwich really? Usually you get a sandwich out like that, and the bread, you know, you just rip the roof of your mouth, your tongue hanging out. Give me some water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way, Paul, quick question for you. Ask away. Is a hot yep. dog, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Okay. Just I just had to ask. It's a hot dog. I was just asking. Have you ever seen that? I've been to a diner
0: in Long Island that under sandwiches has a Hamburger sandwich, a cheeseburger sandwich. And I'm like, okay, can I have my bill? Pay for the water. I got to eat somewhere else.
1: I, know, I had to ask because it is a debate people have. But our buddies over at Craft Brood Sports had Joey Chestnut on their podcast last week. Oh, no. And they asked him, is a hot dog a sandwich? And he said, no.
0: Okay, so just good. so you
1: know, we're on the same side as Nathan's hot dog eating champion, Joey Jaws Chestnut.
0: And by the way, Twinkie eating champion.
1: And that too. <laughs>
0: we got, glad to we had, like,
1: I'm glad we got that in there too. All right, Paul, we are moving on. We're I didn't even say this up the beginning. We're going to have a short week. It's going to be like a 30, 35-minute episode. So we're going to get right into football. We're going to get right into – there wasn't really any big news stories outside of Drew Brees' heart. Uh, he had a collapsed lung and cracked five ribs and still threw a touchdown pass afterwards.
0: Imagine that. Most people did not even stand up
1: straight. I don't know how he did it. Bought his own? No, it, he was. It happened in the drive, and then he came. He came back in the drive and threw a touchdown. Wow! <laughs> before the half ended, so that was kind of like the big news. A few injuries, like Teddy Bridgewater's knee is hurt, but he may or may not play. Things like that. But let's get into the games from last week that we went through. We picked first. Let's do our forget do we have our don't watch or must watch up first what I do you think, have on your uh, list
0: um i have don't watch
1: all right what was your don't watch from last week
0: um ravens patriots
1: <laughs> how'd that work out for you
0: holy crap i was glued to the television
1: it Couldn't look away i don't think anybody could it besides the fact that it was a good game, actually. Well, It was
0: a must-watch, after I all.
1: I don't know if it was a good game. I don't know if we consider it that, because I feel like it was slow-paced, but not, I don't know. It was hard to describe. But the weather alone, I feel like, made it a must-watch.
0: Have you ever seen it rain harder in your life at a football game?
1: I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick summoned the rain gods in that final drive for Lamar Jackson to not be able to even him a shot to throw the ball downfield.
0: I think the raindrops were like an inch around circumference. It was raining straight down. It was, and it I've was. never seen better looking people. They were soaked. They couldn't do anything.
1: No, it was. I, there was no way. Once you saw them get the ball, like the Patriots punted the ball, and it wasn't that bad. You could see the field clearly. The Ravens walked onto the field, their offensive unit, and all of a sudden it was like, wait, are people out there? Are the players so on the field yet?
0: That last couple of minutes, you could not see. The cameras would drenched. It, it was, was bad. I've never seen a wetter game in my life.
1: No, it was. It was incredible, the rain that came. But, hey, the Patriots won, so you have got to be happy.
0: I think um, you got to give them credit because, man, they were supposed to have their clock cleaned, um, and it didn't happen. So not that they played great. I mean, they didn't bring their snorkels or their fins, so it was a tough game for anybody to
1: win. It was. My Don't Watch was also a game that was not supposed to be close or competitive, and it ended up being the same thing, but I still did not watch it. I had the Packers and the Jags. The Packers won 24 20. It was a windy game, so that may have had something to do with it. But in the windy game, I expected Aaron Jones, the Green Bay Packers star running back, to have himself a very big day on the ground. And he did not. He had like, he had under 50 yards, he had 46 yards. Yet their wide receiver, Valdez Gantling, had four receptions for 149 yards and a touchdown. So a game that was not supposed to be pass heavy at all. Ended up being pass heavy to an extent, and it made no sense to me because it was like 50 mile per hour winds.
0: Well, that's you gotta, I guess that's it, right? You gotta keep, you're supposed to keep it on the ground.
1: I guess, if anything, you're going, Hey, run as far as you can. (laughs) Uh, I'm just gonna throw it, the wind will take it, try to catch it. And they did,
0: run your Uh, buns off.
1: Yeah, that was my don't watch. We'll get to my must watch first before we get to yours. Go ahead. It was the Bills and Cardinals, and if you did not see the ending of the Bills versus Cardinals game, Paul, you need to look it up. because I was going
0: to call you. I was blown away. What was it? A second left.
1: Yeah, second left. I don't know how. I don't know what. Hail Mary and all Hail Marys, right? It wasn't even – yes. I've seen Aaron Rodgers has had more impressive Hail Marys where like it just doesn't make sense how they completed it. This one, just the whole play in general
0: coming out of his spin.
1: Kyler Murray at like five foot nothing because no offense, he's a short guy running to the sideline, escaping tackles, throwing the ball down the field inbound still while he's basically falling out of bounds. And then DeAndre Hopkins jumping up over three not one, not two, as the count would say three ah, 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 oh, oh, oh. three Bills defenders. One Arizona player. Hopkins is the one that comes down with it to win the game.
0: And I, I don't think he started – I his downward motion, I don't think he had the ball. He got that ball on his way down. I was,
1: Yeah, I don't get how. But it was definitely a must-watch because it was last-second touchdowns for both the Bills and the Cardinals to finish out that game. If you didn't watch it, you got to go check out the end, like final two minutes of that game because it was just nuts.
0: Well, I think when you have that kind of a finish, and that's been happening, right? It's been happening a lot. Yeah. And I, that makes a game. And I <laughs> I, I, was going to call you because I said, oh, my God, that's!" did you just see this? And I knew you did. Yeah. Nice job.
1: What was your must-watch?
0: Um, Seahawks, right? Seahawks against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, first-place implications? Rams were up and down all year. Jared Goff looked good against um, the poorest secondary of Seattle, unfortunately. No, <laughs> he no touchdowns.
1: touchdowns. He threw for 325 yards or something like that and had zero touchdowns.
0: How does that happen?
1: They scored all running touchdowns. They got down to like the one-yard line, and then they were like, hey, we're just going to run it in, and they did, and they won.
0: Well, I mean, you got the passing yards, but that was kind of weird. Kind yeah. of a weird uh, – that many yards, you got to figure –
1: Fantasy owners aren't happy.
0: They were very upset. <laughs> yes.
1: They are like, really? I got 12 points. You had 300 and something yards. You couldn't have gotten one TD? Not one?
0: <laughs> I'm backwards. I'm negative. What's going have,
1: on? I would have taken one. I didn't need two. I just needed one. Oh. Yeah, no, it was a weird game. And Russell Wilson kind of came back to earth. Like, he is truly, if you take the first six games of every single season, Russell Wilson wins the MVP award. After that, it's like, oh, I don't know yeah. what happened.
0: <laughs> hey, he's a quarterback. Yeah, he's okay.
1: Like, oh, he's he's up there, but other guys have stayed hot the whole year, and he is up and down. But
0: it's Not like everybody's got their best players out there against him either. No. <laughs> I mean, some of your, your favorite team.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Eagles and the Giants this week. I'm just saying uh, I refuse because it was abysmal, and – when you get your starting running back and another wide receiver back and you should be the superior team and you're not, and you can't stop a giant quarterback from somehow rushing for like 80 something yards and a touchdown for the second time against you. And he's not even a mobile quarterback early. Like he can run for like 10 yards. They're giving up like 40 yard yeah. chunks. I don't get it. I don't get it. Something's wrong with the Eagles. Doug Peterson needs to hand over play calling, but again, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about the Eagles <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you, you lose to a team from New Jersey
1: Yeah, I don't need Again, I'm not talking about it I, I, Did we say anything about it? No oh, Carson wants to figure it out Anyway, locks of last week Paul, did you hit on your lock or did you not? Wangle? Um, <laughs> <did you> <laughs> hey, please, you take your time This, you know, this isn't a recorded have,
0: show <laughs> The Steelers, right? And I learned what the push was you did. Right? So I overestimated the Bengals and underestimated the Steelers. 26-point difference? <laughs> yeah. I, that, I, that, I that, that should have been the don't what? watch.
1: I, <laughs> apparently, yeah. I, I, I mean. I, yeah. Well, my game was a similar situation. I picked the Bucks to win and cover the five-and-a-half-point spread because I said, Br- Brady's angry. That's going to mean lots of points. It was a lot of I points. Agree. They got 46 points. <laughs> Well, guess and what they definitely cover so my lock hit uh ronald jones gapped that whole thing off with a 98 yard touchdown run just to like rub it in so yeah um there's no issues with the bucks offense we can see it's just a matter of if when they're against the saints apparently wow well hey
0: high scoring
1: yeah all right, so like we said, we're it's quick week, so we're just going to hop right into this week's pick, and we're only having a must-watch and a lock for this week, Paul. So, Paul, what do you got for me? What's your must-watch for week 11 of the NFL season? We're already in week 11.
0: My must of the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Chiefs don't lo- lo- uh, lose often over the past few years. Raiders beat them this year. They're the only team to do it. I'm watching to see who, if they can do it again.
1: Yeah, no, make it I, a race. I'm very sure, yeah. I think that's what everybody's going to watch because it's Sunday night football. It's the Chiefs which everybody watches Patrick Mahomes because he's just phenomenal. And he's the Raiders bad. are the only team they they won convincingly against the Chiefs in Kansas City. If they somehow do it again, people have to take the Raiders as a serious competitor this year because they're 6 and 3. If they win this, they'll be 7-3. Chiefs will be 8-2. So it just takes a weird game here or there for the Chiefs to lose, and the Raiders can keep winning. And the Raiders could be the AFC West champs and potentially a number one seed. Like, it's it's a weird thing to think. It could happen. It probably won't happen. Chiefs are probably going to come out and step on the Raiders' throats. But it could happen. (laughs) Step on their throats. It might. My must watch for this week, though, Paul, is an interesting one because we don't really think about the Falcons as a must watch. But like I said, Drew Brees is hurt, and what that means is Jameis Lasik eye surgery, Winston, because he got that this off season, and now he said he can see clearly after you know throwing 30 interceptions last year. Good to know he can finally see.
0: How does somebody not know that?
1: Have you, have you ever seen Jameis Winston? He doesn't. He he literally puts up a W on his fingers and eats it. And says I'm gonna eat this W, like he's not not the brightest. How so, old is he? He's like 27. Should know better. Yeah, he should. He also oh, you
0: can't see. You
1: don't know you can't see. He stole right. he stole the crab legs at Florida State. Like you, he was he was the whole thing. He's
0: the whole thing.
1: He's he's, he's always- had some times, but it's gonna be him and Taysom Hill. We don't know exactly who he is, the starting quarterback for the Saints, going up against a Falcons team that is not bad offensively. So depending on how poorly the quarterback plays by the Saints, I feel like it's going to be a must-watch for that purpose only because it could be really bad.
0: The Saints quarterback is kind of like the Washington football team having a name. They don't know who it's going to be.
1: Yeah, and we also don't know how it's going to go. So that's my must-watch. Paul, what is your lock for this week? Patriots are going to
0: beat the Texans, and I know the Texans are favored, but I think the way the Patriots have played – they have a better record and they're on fire after this week. I mean that's they got to be coming out of that game pretty high. Um I don't think the spread makes sense and I think the patriots take the win.
1: Yeah, and no, I agree with that uh, especially with how they showed they could run the ball. If they could do that consistently, they're going to be harder to beat. They'll still be beat when the, if they make the playoffs. I mean, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves here. But they can at least make a somewhat run to the playoffs. They won't win the AFC East. They're not going to catch the bills, I don't think. But so fourth
0: the ball, right? Because it was like playing water polo. It was insane. Yeah. I, I can't imagine putting the ball in the air. But they did a hell of a job.
1: Yeah, Damian Harrison, Rex Burkhead, Rex Burkhead, Mr. I'm gonna destroy everybody's fantasy league because nobody knows if I'm playing really or not. What the hell? Am that I guy gonna get like seven touches million. or am I gonna get 20 touches? Am I gonna get 20 touchdowns in a game or am I gonna get zero? Am I gonna even <laughs> see the field? Nobody ever knows. That's what we don't like about the Patriots running backs, except it seems like Damian Harrison is there to stay wow. and run and he looks pretty good as a rookie running back so you may have found your running back for the foreseeable future which is good
0: yeah he's uh he he can make he get some yards he and move the yeah. you know you watch a guy like that and he just kind have the strength and that guy's legs has got to be incredible just Ooh. moving forward
1: any running back but yep. my yeah, luck leg. for this week i'm going packers outright win against the colts i'm doing what you're doing take the outright win colts right now are favored also packers are the better team it's just a fact I think they bounce back from only putting up 24 against the Jags. I think Aaron Jones has a back bounce back game. Aaron Rodgers is going to keep doing what it does. And Devontae Adams will be playing in a dome, which means he'll probably catch 400 receiving yards and have like seven touchdowns. Cause that's essentially what he's been doing against everybody. He's just been a dominant number one wide receiver all year long. I don't think the Colts can keep up with that. Therefore that's why I think the Packers outright win. Those are my picks. Paul repeat your lock again, just one more time for the people.
0: My luck is the Patriots uh, beating the Texans outright winning. I think, uh, I don't know, I, people are going to either win an awful lot of money on this one or they're not.
1: True. And if you're thinking about winning a lot of money and taking our picks, make sure you go to my bookie. We've got sports back, football's back, college football's back, here and there. Some games get canceled. And then, you know, who knows, maybe play European league basketball. If you do, we might have to have a talk. But sports are back in general. 12 On Sports is going to hook you up with a crazy deal when you sign up and make your first deposit at mybookie.ag. When you make your first deposit at mybookie, they'll match your first deposit using 12 On Sports promo code up to $1,000. That's right. Use the promo code 12ONSPORTS, that's 1-2-O-Z-Sports, all caps, no spaces, when signing up on mybookie.ag to get your deposit matched up to $1,000. And just remember... Gamble responsibly, and like I said, if you're gambling on European League basketball, it might be time to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true. Uh, speaking of European League basketball gambling lines, Paul, no. <laughs> what
0: are my thoughts? Yeah, any thoughts mind. on
1: Jukas Slakla versus Mishkurvina.
0: Uh, one of them will be playing in um, in uh, the United States pretty soon. In
1: the <laughs> but, all right, so besides that, Paul, the last thing we're going to touch on is a few quick things. We'll touch on the Hall- baseball Hall of Fame. We'll dive into it for about a second. We might just do a quick yes and no's why we think guys deserve to be in or not, of just a few key names. But first, it came out today, Theo Epstein, the Cubs' now former President of Baseball Operations is stepping down from his position as Cubs, as I said, Baseball President of Operations, and he's come out saying, "I'm basically going to take. I'm stepping away. It's my choice. I'm going to not go to a baseball field for park for the first time ever in 30 years, and enjoy some time away from the game." Do you think that's a good move?
0: If that's what do he respect, wants
1: to do, I was going to say, do you respect the move?
0: I how do you how do you not? The guy has done. Miraculous things. Broken in, two in, curses. Yep. Yeah. And, and and so off he goes. And you know that's not where he's landing. He's not landing at home in his backyard.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, a lot of people saw this and thought immediately the Mets must have made some huge offer, backdoor deal to get him. Uh, but basically he said, no, that's not the situation. Uh there is rumors that there might be an ex- expansion team coming to the MLB in Nashville. In a year or two, and he might be part of the ownership group for that. So we'll have to see. But yeah, it was a surprising move. Jed Hoyer now takes over that position. So as Red Sox fans know, he's gonna be they're gonna be fine. Jed Hoyer did a fine job when he was with the Red Sox as well. So it's just a matter of where Theo might end up or what he might be doing a year from now. Or for all we know, somebody comes in with an offer that literally he can't refuse. And he's like, oh, well, never mind. I'm back.
0: Yep. Oops. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) We don't know. But yeah, that's really it for the baseball portion of regular news. Then we have the Hall of Fame ballot came out. Obviously, 2021 ballot. You got the typical names. Paul, we're just going to run over a few because there's only so many years left for some of these guys to get in. We all know who I'm talking about. We have Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez, Kurt Schilling. These are some of the more high-profile names that you would obviously think, based on knowing their career stats, they should all be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe not Schilling, but not even for personal, how he is as a person, just his numbers in general. But we're going to go through those four guys specifically. You tell me if you think they deserve to be in or not and why. So first we will start with Roger Roger, Roger Clemens. Well Yes or no?
0: I think I think no, and I don't think he, he How many years does he have left?
1: Uh, I think like a year or two only. He doesn't have many. <sighs> He's inching, they've inch closer yeah, every
0: year. I, I, I think Ryan will get in.
1: Do you think not he not should this get year. In? No. Why?
0: It devalues everyone else that did.
1: But does it? Because there's definitely guys in there.
0: But he doesn't need preparation for his roid problem.
1: All right. So my (laughs) my guess is you feel the same way about Barry Bonds. Um, uh, more so. And what about Manny Ramirez?
0: Very, yeah, exactly. And you know what? It tainted what they did.
1: It does, but here's here's the way I look at it. Kurt Schilling, I'm going to say he doesn't make it in. The only reason Kurt Schilling makes it in is for his postseason record. His regular season record is not it's, – it's very good, but it's not Hall of Fame resume style. It's more so what he did in the postseason with his career with the Red Sox and Diamondbacks that elevates him to a Hall of Fame status potential. But here's how I feel about it, and this will be what we say – I say about it at least – For guys like Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Manory Ramirez, guys that we know have done steroids and all of that. One, we know there was an era in baseball through the 80s and 90s. Basically, it was the Roy era. It it basically saved baseball, though, because it brought fans back because fans love the long ball. Fans love high speed pitches and all that. If you look at Barry Bonds resume before his alleged steroid use started, he was already a Hall of Famer. He was already guaranteed a spot in Cooperstown. He had multiple MVPs, multiple batting awards, silver sluggers, golden gloves. Like he was already set. It wasn't until like the final few years of his career when he started doing the home run chasing for the record that basically you could tell he was doing steroids. Before that, he was very much smaller build and everything. And he was just a natural talent. So I think one, he should get him based off just that alone. Roger Clemens, very much the same. It was only towards the end of his career that he also allegedly did it. Manny, we're not really sure, but Manny also was just one of the most pure hitters ever. Like steroids has nothing to do with that. He was just pure swing, pure talent. And my thought behind all of this is, yes, they took steroids. Did it enhance their games? Barry Bonds probably with the home run, obviously, definitely helped get a few more out of the park than he would have but he was still like a 30 to 40 home run guy before he allegedly took it. Plenty of players have taken steroids. Only those guys you look at and go, Oh, steroids definitely help them. It doesn't. You still have to be able to, as a player of their caliber, hit the ball, play the game, make the catches, make the pitches. Like steroids aren't helping you hit the strikes up corner of the strike zone every single time. They're not helping you with your changeup going a certain mile per hour. Like, Barry Bonds taking steroids, not helping him make that diving catch in the outfield, or seeing the ball is going to be three inches off the plate and taking the pitch to get the walk to first base. Like, You need to actually have the talent. Steroids might help you with maybe making you slightly stronger or quicker, but it's overall, I don't think, affecting your ability to play the game at a higher level than the rest of the people you're playing against who are also potentially taking it. Because there have been plenty of guys who are caught that are jacked up and their career numbers are like they have 10 career home runs in like seven seasons. So clearly there's a dif- difference and it's not, oh, well, I, I, he took the good steroids, I took the bad ones.
0: <laughs> I was good anyway is what they can yeah,
1: say. That's exactly how I feel about it. So, so I think a lot of um
0: Okay. Well, you
1: have to have the talent initially. I think the steroids only basically helps you with the recovery and I think caught up well yeah but like that's all i think it is
0: It was phenomenal to begin
1: with what the hell I mean, that's barry bonds caught up. yeah that's what Manny. i mean and then the few
0: names you know, like I, I, there I are like,
1: certain guys i don't think like sammy sosa all he did was hit home runs i don't think he was that special anything outside of that whereas barry bonds was a top five player before you could technically say He started juicing based on just the player he was. He was like Mike Trout before Mike Trout. So that's how I feel about it. I think those guys, you got to, as baseball writers, you got to kind of put that out of the head because it was a thing also everybody did, but it wasn't spoken of. So you can't get mad at guys when there's no rules against it and nobody's saying anything to each other about it.
0: Do you think they will forgive and vote him in? Do you think they will?
1: I don't know. I think there's too many old guys that are just doing it just because.
0: And it's they might get in.
1: They might get in at some point when it's like the whatever committee that's after the initial 10 years is up is allowed to vote. But I don't know. I,
0: they, I, 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 I can see your point.
1: Also, make because a special section. I don't care. I don't think they'd care if they were in a special section that Early after group. they get in is like, it's like, hey, there's an air in baseball. Yada, yada, yeah. yada.
0: Lost out of wood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't know. You, you put them there. They're still in.
0: Sticks in the mud. Ain't, I, don't know. I, I just don't see him checking the box. I, I, I don't know. know.
1: But that's that's my, that's my always been my opinion. I still think even if you take storage, you have to have the ability to see the pitch, hit the pitch, and put it in spots where guys are, and steal the bases, and make the throws, and play the game, be have longevity they give up all these things to make it to the hall of fame and those guys did did they have a little bit of help yes doesn't matter in the long run when you look at guys like babe ruth who were playing and eating hot dogs and drinking like beer and clearly not against nearly as good of talent
0: they had to dress him to put him out on the field
1: yeah like so i i just don't i don't get you look
0: it. all across all the sports and i'm sure there were plenty of people that weren't angels and I don't mean the team.
1: But like I said, plenty of people knew what was going on. Nobody said squat because the game was thriving again, and people were happy, and people were coming back to watch. So if you're not going to say boo, then you don't have the right to say boo now.
0: You know what? You always have those level-headed thoughts about it. Sometimes you convince me. You won't convince those guys that have the vote, and oh, I, I, know I that. just I won't. You know. It, great point and when they die well, off i will <laughs> it's not a whole bunch of halls full of boy scouts
1: maybe uh, some boys maybe not talk about boy scouts <laughs> 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 on that note we might end it <laughs> okay
0: wait we have one more thing we do could you use 50 million dollars a year i
1: could use 50 million dollars a year we will touch quickly on the james harden thing because let's be honest i know you don't know much about basketball but Paul, would you turn down $50 a year annually just to win a championship? 50
0: million bucks and all he cares about is the win. Man, he must have some kind of head on his shoulder.
1: He also must have a lot of money already stored in the bank. Oh, wait, he does.
0: <laughs> yeah, Oh, that's right. He didn't blow it all on stupid cars and nonsense.
1: Trust me, we, we might get into this a little more next week if anything comes of it. If James Harden is traded to the Nets, we will talk way more about it in our Thanksgiving episode. But this was kind of an appetizer for next week. We need our rest. We so we can, on yeah. We need we need we need to get our rest slash I there wasn't much going on this week.
0: No. No, not alone. Hey, the masters should a big thing, but it was, you know, also ran.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not- but yeah, no, James Harden turned down he would have been the first player to ever make fifty million annually. He's in I don't I don't want the extension. I would I would like to be traded to the Nets and join Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, which Trust me, if it happens, I will have a lot more to say. All I can say right now is, how are they going to figure out who holds the ball for the twenty-three of the twenty-four seconds?
0: Um. Yeah. Does that turn into? A... I think they
1: just like rotate, like every possession. Okay, Kyrie <laughs> yeah. gets it. Next one, Kevin gets it. Next one, James Harden gets it. Like they just—they must have to do it like that way.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, there could be some egos in the way.
1: I mean, we've seen Kevin Durant put his ego aside in Golden State. Kyrie Irving kind of did in Cleveland because he didn't have the ego quite yet because he wasn't a winner. But it's three very ball-possession-heavy players. Even if Kevin Durant takes the side and is like, listen, just pass it to me if I'm open and I'll take the shot type move, James Harden and Kyrie Irving both still like to have the ball in their hand the majority of the time. But we will talk about, again, more if the trade actually happens and who gets sent where.
0: That's got to be a big one.
1: Yeah. There were some other trades made, but we're not going to dive into any of that.
0: $50 million man. I'm not
1: he's already got a few hundred million with shoe deals and all that. He's good.
0: Shoe deals. That's it. That's what it's all about. That's with if they invest that that money, the commercials, it's all about the endorsements.
1: It is. All right, Paul. Any parting words for anybody or any specific person?
0: Um, have a heart. Wear a mask and take care of the other guy. Walk if a mile. You come in. after
1: my tree. I will cut you off.
0: I have my <laughs> I'm a Very, very, very nice guy about this.
1: Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? I might just show up and like sit out by the tree one night.
0: Um, you know those stands you attach to a tree and you just sit there with your rifle? I don't have one of
1: those. <laughs> but it's coming in by Amazon on Thursday I <laughs> oh, from Amazon.
0: Oh, I got an air cannon and some green paint that doesn't go away. I got some good stuff.
1: I think you should actually have a trip wire that when they hit it, it starts playing. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch.
0: You should see the flashing lights and sirens I got going on.
1: Well, I'll let you go stick out the whole situation. We're going to uh-huh. head out. We'll catch you next week for our Thanksgiving episode. I'm sure we will have plenty to talk about. Probably food, which you know, what else are you going to talk about on a sports podcast? <laughs> We have to. But stay safe, stay healthy. Again, like Paul said, be nice to one another. Talk to you next week. The Sports sports
0: Stance.